Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Pastor Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. And God's blessings to you this day as we continue on here uh, with, our, uh, with our study on the small catechism. Uh, today, uh, we continue our journey through Article 2 of the Apostles' Creed, uh, so that I may be his own. Um, these are the words of grace. These are the words of God's will. Uh, these are the words where God is the actor and we are the receiver. Uh, these are the words of the love of God and the length that he went so that indeed we are his own. And that's what we're going to discuss uh, today. But before we do that, why don't we start with a word of prayer? Let us pray. Uh, dearly Father, O oh Lord, we thank you for this day. We, we thank you uh, for claiming us, uh, for calling us, uh, for dying and rising and 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 giving us, by your promise, the forgiveness of sins. Bless us this day as we study your word, and may this word grant us great comfort, knowing that by your blood you have covered, and that you have given us your, your gift of salvation. Bless us, O Lord, this day we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so uh, continuing on here in our study. So that I may be his own Page 189 in the 2017 version of your catechism. Uh, so that I may be his own. So turn to that. And um, if you have your Bible out, uh, I will refer to all these texts to talk about what does it mean to be his own. When I say I believe in Jesus Christ, what that means is I am his own, that Jesus is Lord, right? And also when we talk about I may be his, so that I may be his own, uh, this always goes back to what? It goes back to the question, how are we his own? And I think simply put, as we just talked about last week, uh, when we say I believe in Jesus Christ, what do we say in the explanation? Who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, uh, purchased and won me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with the holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death. So, so that, that I may be his own, the link to which he went was the redemption, his blood, sacrifice, by his blood, not with gold or silver, his death and resurrection, from sins, from death, from the power of the devil. The question is, how are you his own? This right here shows you clearly that this is the work of Christ. When you say, I believe in Jesus, what you are really saying is this. He did the work for me. He fulfilled salvation for me. He uh, 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 says it is finished for me, right? He uh, 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 was willingly lifted high upon a tree. Come, let us go. It's time for that betrayal. We very well know uh, it, the hour is at hand, as Jesus says in Gethsemane. He knew what was to happen. And the, this will of the Father, the cup of wrath upon himself, needed to be done. And he is the only one to do it so that you may be, yes, you, whoever is listening right now, or whoever is listening uh, today or tomorrow or years from now on this YouTube clip, this is what Jesus has done for you, so that you may be his own. Right? 
This is the length to which our Lord went so that you could be his child, that you could be adopted into his kingdom and, and delivered uh, from darkness to light. It's all by the work of Christ. You know, when we talk about ownership, when we talk about claiming us, again, from the fruits of the cross, what do we see? The fruits of the cross, we see our very own in the, in the sacraments. We see baptism in the supper. And there, when we talk about baptism, there we know that we are claimed by his name, by the power of his own word, by his grace. And, and, and so fitting it is in light of how the sacraments are rooted in the work of Christ in his death and resurrection. And because of his death and resurrection and what he has done, his at Calvary, his crucifixion, his sacrifice, there we are uh, forgiven of our sins, right? And now we are one with God, reconciled to God. That is how you know you are his own. You are not by the power of the devil who tempts us and says, you have to do this. You have to take the 10 steps on becoming his own. You have to ascend and escalate and earn it and deserve it by your own merits. No, when we say I believe in Jesus, it is the merit of Christ and only Christ that there we have our identity that we are his own. How do we know we are forgiven of our sins by the blood of Christ? We're reconciled to his name uh, by the work of Christ in his death and resurrection. There in our baptism and the supper, there too, uh, we are connected to Christ as we are robed in his righteousness. This is what it means to be his own. So uh, the point is, it's, it's, it's all Jesus. It's all what he has done for you. And by his grace, you are saved. Now, again, what a blessed joy this is to say these words. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, uh, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. He rose on the third day. He ascended to the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. Uh, and from thence he will come to judge the quick and the dead or the living and the dead. Um, and, and here we see, uh, yes, his work all for you and me. And... You know, people in this world are always searching for, what are they searching for? They're searching for meaning. Uh, they're searching for identity. Uh, they're searching for who they are. Now, when we say those words and confess our faith, I believe in Jesus Christ, this is who we are. This is our identity. Now, is there identity crisis in our, in our, uh, in our fragile state of sin? Of course there is. Uh, we can swirl around in so many identities in the sense of, well, I'm of the world, I'm of this flesh, uh, my name is so-and-so, and, -so, and I, I'm defined by this, I'm defined by that, right? And I'm defined by the size of my house, I'm defined by uh, uh, my income, I'm defined by my, uh, my schooling, how many degrees I have, I'm defined by my family, I'm defined by all these things. But at the end of the day, when you talk about definition, your, def your defining moment, your defining moment is there, Jesus on the cross, is there three days later, as he says, uh, uh, he is risen, he is not here, uh, and, and this is your defining moment. It is Jesus 
so that I may be his own. And that you are, and you are solid and, and, and confident and bold, standing firm in this because your, your ownness is by the work of Christ. Nothing of yourself, but your faith, your trust, as the Holy Spirit has given to you this very word in Jesus Christ alone. Very important. Okay, so um, as, we, as we continue here, um, if we go to page 189 in your catechism, 2017, um, for what purpose has Christ freed from sin, freed me from sin, death, and the devil? And the answer, Jesus did this all to be my Lord. In other words, so that I might live with him and for him in peace and joy now and forever. Right? So that I may be his own. What does it mean that Jesus is Lord? It means that he covers you and gives you the mighty fortress, that he cares for you, and that he ultimately calls you to be his own so that you may have peace, joy now and forever. Right? Next question. What does it mean to confess that I belong to Christ? I am united with him by faith so that he is mine and I am his. Right? So when we say so that I may be his own, this is our defining moment. This is uh, the question that, that answers where do we belong? And the answer is I am united with him by faith so that he is mine and I am his. We're not orphans trying to figure it out in this world, right? Uh, we are with God, as he says in Matthew 28, and he is with us until the end of the age. Galatians 2.20, if you have your Bible out or you can go on your catechism and just follow along here. Galatians 2.20, what does it mean that I am his own? Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I am a new creation. In that ownness, it is Christ who lives in me. In me, this is how I am defined. By the very work of Christ who gave himself for me. That I live in Christ and this is who I am. And why do I say this? Because trust me, we forget this in our flesh, right? We forget that daily we walk in this life of faith in Christ Jesus, right? In what he has given to us by this very uh, defining moment of his blood, his death and resurrection on the cross, where he turned everything upside down. No longer are we dead, but we live. No longer are we old, but we are new. And there by his work, in that life under the shadow of his wing, we are the new creation. Okay, continuing on here. Romans 14, 8. For if we live, we live to the Lord. If we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Death nor life. Not nor. Or we are the Lord's. 
connected to the Lord we are by his very death and resurrection, by the gift of our baptism. There, whether it's death or life, we are the Lord's. We are connected to him. We are one in Christ, covered by his blood. This is what it means to be in that ownness with God, right? Um, Romans 8, right? What does it say? It says, uh, neither death nor life, right, can separate us from the love of Christ. Because in death, in life, we are the Lord's. This is the blood of Christ. This is what his death and resurrection meant for us, so that I may be his own. I am a new creation, right? Christ lives in me. Death or life, we are the Lord's connected to him. And continuing on here, uh, let us go with 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You are the royal priesthood. You are the holy nation. You are his own, right? You are his possession. And there, in his ownness, right, in Christ, we proclaim the excellencies of God. The joy and the peace. All because we are the priesthood under the true priest, Jesus Christ. Cleansed by his blood. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. The identity, what defines us. His blood, the true high priest, Jesus Christ. Proclaiming the excellencies of God. Proclaiming the resurrection. Proclaiming the joy and the victor of Christ and what he has done for us. Right? So that I may be his own. I'm defined by Christ just as you are. All right. Uh, continuing on here. Uh, what do we see? Colossians 1, 13 to 14. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness. Life. Transfer. How are you transferred? From darkness to light by the agape toy, the beloved son, Jesus Christ. And when we talk about the beloved son, he is the one who has transferred you, bringing you to be his own all by his very work upon the cross. This is who you are. This is what defines you. It is Christ. Again, I know I'm repeating myself over and over again, but the, 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 the point of repetition is this, that when you stop watching this and you go out into the world, you know how easy, easily it is to forget what defines you because we know we live in this dark world and how easy it is to be defined by our circumstance, by our moment that we're living in, by all the things that we face, by the world and its temptations, by the material. I mean, it's a treasure, endless list of what we can be defined by. But here, when we say the Apostles' Creed, I believe in Jesus Christ, what defines us is his work. All of it. The gospel the death and resurrection, the sacraments. This is what defines us. And scripture is showing us today 
well, what, what measure he went through and the result for each and every one of us defining who we are. John 14, 27, our last verse here. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Peace. Reconciliation. Oneness with God. This is the result of being his own. That God, Jesus Christ, is death and resurrection upon the cross. He would tell the disciples, peace I leave with you. Peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. So that I may be his own. We have peace. Because our peace is Christ. That his venture to the cross was for your peace. So that no longer are you separated from God, but you are reconciled to his name. And here you know who you are. You are a child of God, redeemed, purchased, and won for, not with silver or gold, but with his holy, precious blood, so that I may be his own. That means the gates of hell have no power over me. That means my sins have been answered for. That means the grave has been uprooted from darkness to light. Jesus has transferred me. And there, as the priest of all believers, what defines us is Christ, who we are in Christ as he owns us and he calls us to be his own. There we proclaim the excellencies of God in the joyous gift of this gospel. Don't you see? In this in this world that we live in, trust me, I know life is not easy. There is, there is suffering, there is spiritual attacks, there is the burdens, there is the toils and all that we face. But that is why the creed is so important. Because when we say the creed, I encourage you to say it time and time again. And don't even say the whole creed. Just take it in chunks. Take it in bits. Use it and apply it to the certain situation that you might be facing in your life right now. And when you, when you go to this identity, when you want to uh, uh, dwell upon who you are, there you go to the second article of the creed, the redemption. Because this is how God has made you his own. When you think that you are alone and isolated in this world, go to the second article of the creed and dwell upon the reconciliation that God has given to us so that we may be his own. When you are uh, faced with terror and treacherous thoughts and, and the struggle of the flesh and the, and, and the overwhelmingness of this life, go back to the second article of the creed and say, yes, God is with me. He, I am his own and I am covered by his blood. I am a new creation as he is with me and I'm not depending on myself but rather by his holy precious blood, Galatians 2.20, I am, um, I am new, right? And through this marathon we call life, because of what he has done, we are the Lord's. In death we are the Lord's, in life we are the Lord's, and he continues to lead us in his very word. So today, as we hit our 22-minute point, Always use the creed. Some of you might say, oh, I already know that. I've said it millions of times, and, I, and I, I, I've known it all my life, but trust me. Slow it down. Go through the creed. Recite the creed. 
And there when you get to that point of the holy precious blood that I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. Remember all that we have studied. That we are his own. We're not on our own little island fending for ourselves or trying to figure it out by our own human flesh. But we are under the eternal mighty fortress of our Lord. And that fortress is covered by his blood. By the nails, by the thorns, by the death and resurrection of our Lord. This is who we are. This is how we are made to be his own. A gracious God and loving God we have. And um, I encourage you time and time again to dwell upon this because, you know, slow it down. Dwell upon these words of the creed and there you will find yourself in the great peace and the joy because there we find who we are in the work that Christ has freely and graciously done for each and every one of us. Let us pray. Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace that you sent your Son into this world to die and rise for our sins. Lord, we know that we don't deserve to be your own, but Lord, by your love and sacrifice, you have made us to be your own. Bless us in who we are under your care that by your gracious work you have defined us, that you have called us, and that we are forgiven, reconciled, and that we have life eternally in your name. Bless us and lead us this week as we live in your eternal care. For all these things we are thankful we pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, thank you for joining me today. If you missed some part of that, please go back. But remember... What a great text this was as we continue to revel in the joy of the name of Christ, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as we live under that name, knowing full well that I am his own. I am. You are his own. That's right. You are his own. And you you did nothing for it. It's all for you by the merits of Christ as he has given you faith to believe. That Jesus is the Christ. Who do you say that I am? You are the Son of the living God. Amen. Have a wonderful day, friends. Love you all. Praying for you all. Join us all throughout the week for our devotions. But until then, remember, you are forgiven. You are. Jesus died and rose for you. Until next time, have a wonderful day. God bless you. Adios. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.